September 2023. I'm on a flight to Eastern Canada to record stories for this season of the podcast. First stop, Newfoundland. Up until last summer, I'd never been. But then, when things began opening up after the lockdowns last year, there was a rush of people who wanted, no, needed to travel. Many of those same people were still uneasy about leaving the country. So there seemed to be a lot of domestic tourism happening. My family and I were no different. We decided that for our first family vacation in two years, we'd head to Newfoundland. It was on our bucket list, and summer of 2022 seemed as good a time as any. Turns out we weren't the only ones. Newfoundland was pretty busy that summer. It was a great vacation. It's a beautiful province with equally beautiful people. I knew I needed to return, so here I am. Only this time, I'm not only visiting Newfoundland, but I'm also stopping in Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island. It's a short trip, and I'll not only be busy recording stories, as it turns out, I'll also be racing Hurricane Lee to my final destination in Charlottetown. But more on that later this season. For now, I'm headed to The Rock, as it's referred to by many of its residents. The first of three stops on my journey to tell the stories of Canadian businesses, their origins, struggles, and perseverance. Hello everyone, I'm Mal Grego. And this is Season 5 of Yes We Are Open Podcast. My first stop is Conception Bay South, Newfoundland, commonly referred to as CBS by the locals. CBS is located 20 kilometers southwest of St. John's on the Avalon Peninsula, forming the southern shore of Conception Bay, hence its name. Formed in 1973 through the amalgamation of eight communities, CBS is the third largest municipality in the province with a population of just over 27,000. It's one of the fastest growing municipalities in Canada. CBS is known as a nature lover's paradise surrounded by coastline with spectacular views and many walking trails. It's the start of the world-renowned East Coast Trail, a 300-plus-kilometer destination hiking trail. It's also a world-class geology and archaeology destination. The main industries that make up CBS's economy are oil and gas, mining, tourism, and fish harvesting. I'm currently walking along the boardwalk at Sunset Key Marina in Conception Bay South to meet with the subject of this week's story, Ocean Quest Adventures. That's John. He works at Ocean Quest Adventure. And as you'll hear, John is quick to laugh, which makes him perfect for his job. I'll let him explain why. Hi, I'm John Olivero, and I'm the Chief Happiness Officer of Ocean Quest Adventures. Is that your actual title? That's my actual Chief title. Chief Happiness Officer. It is. Yeah, I earned it too. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I love it. <laughs> I used to I used to go by professional adventurer before, mm-hmm. um, but uh, and Rick came up with, because uh, everyone calls me Johnny O, so he started calling me Johnny Cho, the right. Chief Happiness Officer. <laughs> That's great. The Rick that John's referring to is Rick Stanley. He and his wife Debbie are the owners of Ocean Quest Adventures. Unfortunately, neither of them were available for my visit, but I caught up with Rick later on the phone. Hi, I'm Rick Stanley. I'm the owner of Ocean Quest Adventures in Conception Bay, South Newfoundland. Rick, when did Ocean Quest Adventures start? Started uh, 1997. (laughs) 
I started with a boat, and <laughs> a boat and a dream, I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just built it in baby steps from there, you know. And now we have, you know, accommodations. We have a number of different boats. And uh, we got a full-line training center where we teach uh, scuba and kayaking. So when you started, was it just you and Debbie? That's it. Yeah, me and Debbie. She worked uh, full-time. Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, she has another job. And I, at that time, I also had another company, a home renovation company. So you so, you, um, you already had a, a home rental company, but you decided you wanted to start a what well, what would you even call this like a tourism company, a, an adventure company? Yeah, adventure tourism company, mm-hmm. taking divers uh, diving and training them. You know, and taking them diving on the Bell Island shipwrecks. Bell Island is the largest island in Conception Bay. From the late 1800s to the mid 1960s, large scale iron ore mining took place on the island, making it a strategic target during the World Wars. In fact, in 1942, two separate U-boat attacks sank four ships off the coast of Bell Island. So between the closed, flooded mines and the shipwrecks, Bell Island has become a prime destination for divers worldwide. And Rick Stanley was the perfect tour guide. Uh, Rick and Debbie went diving on the Bell Island shipwrecks, and Rick immediately saw that as an opportunity for something to become national historic site and he understood the relevance of it so right it away. wasn't yet a national uh, it still isn't uh, oh. we've been working on that uh, for years and years oh. and we're kind of considered I, mean, I guess we are considered the uh, stewards of the Bell Island shipwrecks and uh, we t- you know we like to say that we're raising Bell Island a little bit higher out of the water every day and uh, we're we working close with the museum on Bell Island and we actually scuba dive in the mines in Bell Island we scuba dive on the shipwrecks in there and we tell a you know we like to say we have a 360 degree story of you know tell that story wow. from every direction yeah 1992 i started diving so i had a few years under my belt mm-hmm. but uh, primarily was uh, a scattered shipwreck dive but mostly it would be for seafood whether it be scallops or mussels or whatever but uh, right. when i start diving on a shipwreck so i got a real uh, passion for the history of the, the wrecks and then i just started learning more about it, and then we start bringing those shipwrecks on world stages for divers to come and visit. You learned to dive in 92, and then five years later, you decided to do this. Well, first of all, like, was it your idea? Yes. And what did Debbie say when you said, I think I want to start this uh, adventure company? Uh, she liked the idea because yeah. uh, we we had a boat, mm-hmm. and so we figured, you know what, it could be a way that uh, you know we can uh, write off our toys, I guess, right. <laughs> and for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. we start doing that, and of course, uh, the people start coming, and then we needed a bigger boat, right. So when you first started, how was your reception? Was it a success right away or did it take some time? Well, no, it took time, but it was successful to the ones that came, right? But then right. The, getting that message out there to the world mm-hmm. took a bit of time. Yeah. But we, like I said, we didn't overspend and any money we made because we had a source of income. Mm-hmm. We didn't rely on it wholeheartedly at the time. Right. So, um, you know, we just rolled it back into the company, any money we made. And uh, eventually we uh, had all the pieces mm-hmm. that it took to market it to the world and for people to come and enjoy diving in Newfoundland and comfort. And, you know, we uh, delivered on our promise, right? Every time the word got out and, uh, you know, there you have it, right? Yeah. Success. So 
so scuba diving, we have the resort. Uh, we teach scuba diving okay. from every level, from beginner. To, uh, we even have the taught instructors. We have a pool up on, at the location up there, so that's where we do our teaching. Uh, we have retail sales. We have scuba commercial service. Uh, we service other industries, like the offshore industry for uh compressors, uh, breathing air compressors, and all the gear that goes along with that. We, in the shop, we also do dry suit repairs and everything like that. We have a tourism side of the business that does kayaking, whale watching, and I, and I, I put quote, air quotes, you can't see my air quotes, but, but uh, uh, we do whale watching, but we call it ocean safari because it's so much more than whale watching. Right. The scenery and the, and, the, and the things that we can get with our Zodiac style boats, we get to see is unreal. We also have uh, the marine wildlife snorkeling, which was a Canadian signature experience where we get in the water and the, the humpback whales can come and swim with us. Oh, you know, wow. we've been, you know, that was uh, one of the few places in the world where that occurs. So what about fishing? Uh, do you uh, offer any of that? We do. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention we offer cod fishing trips. We do scalp diving. In Newfoundland, I'd say 90% of the people who learn to scuba dive only learn to scuba dive so they can go get scallops. And really? Yeah, and uh, and the scallops here are the, side, the biggest ones you've ever seen. Like wow. the meat, the part that mm-hmm. opens and closes the scallop that we eat uh, is about the size of the top of like a Coke can or a hockey puck. Wow. Yeah, and they're huge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Being really kind of like the only dive place in Newfoundland for a long time, mm-hmm. having boats and having everything all in one spot, we would get calls from like people who worked at National Geographic or the you know uh, BBC or you know mm-hmm. whatever the someone making a television show and they'd come along and say we want to film whales so we'd go and do that. I was just going to ask you, <laughs> do you do any work with the, the film industry? Oh, I'll get into that because yeah. that's a whole other branch of business uh-huh. and then uh, we did that for years and years and years mm-hmm. um, and we created all these tours based on these things that we learned from all these you know scientists sure. to, you know television personalities and whatever and once we got it under our belt then we could offer it to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, you ask about the television and movie business. Actually, yeah, we are the, um, in my opinion, and maybe maybe not everyone else agrees, <laughs> but the premier water safety team for uh, pretty much every television show and movie that happens here in Newfoundland. Um, I had 30, 40 shows that wow. we've worked on over the last you know 17 years, yeah. and Rick's is even more. Right now we have three or four shows on television uh, that we've worked on. There's a show called Departure mm-hmm. on Global. We have uh, Hudson and Rex, which yep. is on right yep. now. There's Son of a Critcher, which is yep. very popular right yep. now. Any movies? Oh, yes. Uh, we helped with Aquaman. I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, we helped with Aquaman. <laughs> we also helped with uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Wow. Uh, those are probably the two biggest. Uh, yeah. And then a handful of you know independent yes. type yeah. films. Yeah. That's so cool. Now, at what point would you say, did you look at the business and, and think, okay, we can make a go of this. Uh, we don't have to have other jobs. This is our job. Yeah, that would have happened probably, uh, you know, five years or so after okay. we started. It was sustainable. Mm-hmm. By that time, we had some good staff people working for us and mm-hmm. so on. And, you know, the backbone of the company is the people you got working for you. Right. And then, of course... You had to abide by all the rules and regulations Mm -hmm. that set out by Transport Canada or your community or your province. And so we did all that. And uh, by being involved with our Department of Tourism, with Hospitality Newfoundland Labrador and and so on, it just uh, opened many doors, you know. And we had a non-for-profit going at the same time. It was an environmental that my father and I started to, to instill the ocean conservation ethic into 
school groups and community groups, and so we give back in whatever ways we can. There's a lot of different adventure companies in Newfoundland, but mm-hmm. we're kind of like the most diversified. By being so diversified, we're yeah. probably the biggest by default. Up next, Rick and Debbie Stanley have grown their small business into one of the largest adventure tour companies on Canada's East Coast. But what happens when the tourists stop coming? Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Yes, We Are Open. Rick and Debbie Stanley took their love of diving and everything to do with the ocean and turned it into one of the largest adventure tourism companies in eastern Canada. They had no way of knowing about the perfect storm that was about to hit in the form of a pandemic. Would they be able to keep their company afloat through the turbulent waters of the past couple of years? Or will their business join the shipwrecks they so love to explore at the bottom of Conception Bay? Let's find out. What would you say has been Ocean Quest's largest struggle so far? Oh, well, world events, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, we're relying on tourism, right? right? So yeah. everything from, you know, I'm after going through SARS and world wars and, yeah. you know, all kinds of, you know, pandemics. Well, the biggest struggle in Newfoundland in general, as far as I'm concerned, maybe even all of Canada, is that there's so few people. You know, if you look at a place like New York, New York has more people. If you drew a circle 100 miles around New York, there's more people in that circle than there is in all of Canada. And, you know, and a quarter of that is the ocean, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and Newfoundland only has 500,000 people yeah. in an area bigger than New York State. So it's, you know, the, it, that's the biggest struggle. So people say, you know, people come to us and they look at us and they say, oh, well, why don't you have this or why don't you do this? Um, how come your X numbers aren't mm-hmm. the same as us in Ontario? Well, it's because we only have 500,000 people yeah. to draw. On, and that's yeah. the biggest struggle. You divide and, and that. you're here an island. I yeah, mean, so exactly. Sure. And supply chain. Is a, is supply a, chain. Yeah, we sure we almost ran out of gas there not wow. too long ago or whatever it was. <laughs> it all takes its toll, you know, and it, you know, knocks it back a bit. People unable to move around the world, you know, uh, and uh, we're relying on those people to be, you know, coming in. And of course, we even still got struggles with, you know, the access to mm-hmm. get to Newfoundland is either so expensive or it's not there. And, right. You know, you get the, the, the cost of getting here is astronomical along with what they got to pay and what we got to charge for a uh, short season. You know, we got to make our money while the sun shines, so to speak. Sure. And then we still got, you know, the, the winter to pull us through. Right. So mm-hmm. very short season is another struggle. I, I imagine the last couple of years, especially, were pretty taxing. They were, yeah. We had to switch gears up a bit, but you know what? We decided to open, do what we can, and we're so lucky that we did. Mm-hmm. You know, our employees appreciated it, our community appreciated it, and now, of course, it's uh, shining through that we're busier than ever we were. In 
terms of you know when lockdown started happening, mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming you were able to stay open because you're outdoors. Yeah, you're able to basically socially distance and, and exactly. And be, yeah, be careful anyway, right? Yeah. Well, we. I mean, here in Newfoundland, and I didn't realize how bad it was mm. other places right. until I went to Toronto, and I like after the pandemic was over, and I went to my friend's house, and he was like, I was stuck in this little apartment for two years. I yeah. was like, I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. you know, here I was able to go out around. We were, you know, we had certain restrictions but then once they closed down the island and that's you know up for debate whether people liked it or not but mm-hmm. I, you know I, I thought it was a good thing we had a set of guidelines mm-hmm. we worked within those guidelines took every precaution yeah. that was required and we were the first ones out with a plan yeah. first tourism business to say okay we're this is what we're doing boom we're open for business let's do it and then um, you know, we lost a lot of money. Like, <laughs> but like, it doesn't but, matter how ready you are. If, you're not, if people aren't coming into the island, yeah, absolutely. You, you know, the I mean, the sales numbers weren't great, but we were doing something and kept yeah. you know, kept the doors open, kept the people coming, and then. You know, again, like I said, when uh, all was said and done, the reputation that we got from it, we all believe, is evident in how busy we are now. Can you quantify what the hit was you took, like, uh, you know, during those two years, roughly? Yeah. Business went down by what? Oh, in uh, 2020, it went down probably by a half. Yeah. Yeah. 2021... I mean, it wasn't that significant, right. you know, uh, 2022, you know, in some aspects, because it's unique, we're in a unique business, mm-hmm. right? We're in scuba diving and adventure tours and, and then we're so diversified. Mm-hmm. So we got really lucky during 2022, I guess it was, or maybe it was 2021. Anyway, the show that's on now, Departure, yeah. that they came to our town and paid us for two weeks to work yeah. on that show. It was like literally from our dock. Okay. And then, so, you know, the, and that's the way it's always been in here, at, you know, so... When we talk about struggles, yes, we have struggles, um, but what happens is because we are diversified as a company, uh, it's always been this way that one, when one thing is down, something else is pulling us back up. So we've always been able to keep a balance uh, that way. Yeah, it's been really, you know, we have struggles, of course, sure, and the, through pandemic, yeah. Well, in 2022, the impression I got, and I mean, my family was no different, was people wanted to travel again, but not necessarily leave the country. Yeah. So I came here with my family. First time ever in New York. Yeah, right on. Uh, Why not, right? And what I found, or what I heard from a lot of people was, it was the busiest they'd ever been. Yeah. So was that, you think that was the case? I think so, yeah. I mean, 100%. People want, people, Newfoundland is on everybody's bucket list, right? And our goal is to take it off the bucket list and have people come back on a regular basis. But people were doing exactly that. I'm not ready to go to the United States again. I'm not going to Florida this year for, for, you know, for the winter. Let's go to Newfoundland and, and try it out. Um, now what we're finding this year with the, the uh, that there's a lot of Americans, mm-hmm. uh, you know, coming and the the way the dollar is and it's yeah. been really advantageous to us and people are booking in not just one trip with us they're trying two or three different trips to get us and stuff. Yes, this is your busiest uh, year yet. Yes, uh, this one and last year, even last year was a really busy year for us. So mm-hmm. this one is not over yet. So right. we're hoping it's going to outdo last year, but it's looking that way. So now you're not only back to normal, you're saying now you're busier than you've ever been. Uh, yeah, I would say absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're busier than we've ever been in every area that we want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best way to put it. <laughs> well done.
Coming up after the break, we find out what the future holds for Ocean Quest Adventures. Success in business doesn't come without moments of struggle. Moments when you had to face your challenges head on. As the proud partner of Canadian business, Moneris plays a critical role in empowering businesses with the payment processing tools they need to succeed. Together, we are building stronger businesses where business owners everywhere can stand up to their challenges without slowing down. Moneris, proud partner of Canadian business. Welcome back to Yes, We Are Open. According to both Rick Stanley and his chief happiness officer, John Olivero, business is better than it has ever been, even pre-pandemic. So what does that mean for the future of Ocean Quest Adventures? Let's find out. What does the future outlook look like for Ocean Quest? It's looking good. Uh, you know, we got for next year, there's like 12 weeks booked already. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like even today we're quoting another group, you know, so it's, uh, you know, we got our trade show circuit. So we're expecting to be booked out next year. Mm-hmm. We also um, offer new product and new new experiences all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, that's keep keeping us sexy. You know, we're we're rotating our equipment, but you know, to have it new or newish yeah. all the time. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's key to it. Our staff are continually to be trained, mm-hmm. so that you know we have you know everything is qualified and certified for when uh, the people do come. We're we're delivering on a, a great professional experience. You know, safety is one of the uh, pillars of our venture success. Right, that's great. You know, we're doing it all. You know, right. It all costs money, but you got to keep rolling money back into your uh, company if you're going to be successful and right. You know, be ready for. For what's to come. If I had anything to say about it, I'd love to see a, a multiple ocean quests mm-hmm. uh, all across Canada. Sure. You know, something like that. That's the. the but uh, on our local, yeah. we're gonna keep doing the same thing we always do. We're gonna keep turning the wheel and, mm-hmm. and getting better and better every day and treating people good. And that's what we do. Yeah. Any plans for future expansion, like other locations, maybe? Or well, we got our eye on the marina right now. You know, uh, yeah. but. Um, this is real early stages, but we're always growing little by little, you know, <laughs> we uh, see an opportunity and we take it and, uh, you know, we got a good foundation to do all that with, yes. you know, and we got the support from our uh, provincial government, our federal government and, mm-hmm. and our bank, you know, so with that kind of support, you know, there's only one way to go and, uh, you know, that's, that's all pay by. You know, I've lived all over the world. Newfoundland is a phenomenal place, mm-hmm. you know, and it deserves all the accolades that it gets. It's, you know, very forward thinking and still holds on to its traditional roots, which yeah. is fantastic. I can't tell you, like, every day, I'm so lucky. I get to go out on these tours and, and I thank my customers every trip. Thank you for taking me out. <laughs> uh, and because every time, like the other day, we had eagles following us. We saw a shark, which is unusual, believe it or not. I had birds sitting on my boat, the terns, like, and then, and then the whales. Yeah. And then, you know, the biggest things here is whales and icebergs, but there's so much more. Yeah. You know, the puffins, you go down that puffin island. Oh, I oh, did that tour last Oh, man, yeah. it's off the charts. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to do all the things that I do. I'm blessed to work with the people I work with. You know, Rick and Debbie are like family to me and I'm like part of their family. I couldn't think of a better job that all the skills of my life have 
brought me to this point and so that I can do the best job I can possibly do. And uh, what does it mean to me? It means the world to me. It is something that I put a lot of effort into and the success of it is, is really high on my list. And I get the opportunity every day to help people enjoy their lives. It's, it's fantastic. Gee, we're really proud of it. You know, the accolades that we've gotten over the years, you know, and there's always uh, some more coming, you know. It makes us really proud. Our, our children, you know, are, are very proud of what we did, and they uh, sacrificed uh, lots, I guess, in their right. in their younger years, but they were part of it. And, and you know, an adventure company is a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, they didn't miss out on much of anything. They gained more, you know, and uh, they're well-rounded kids. And uh, so the future, I'm hoping, is going to be in that, you know, that these uh, these younger folks that are working for us or even my own uh, children will take an interest in this and uh, carry it on, you know, into the next decade, so to speak. Sounds like you've got your future well in hand then. Yes, sir. Rick, thank you so much for your time today. No problem. Take her easy. You know, my number one goal in life is to help people enjoy their lives Mm -hmm. and help them be happier in their lives. So if I get to do that every day for the rest of my life, then that's great. Well, you are the chief happiness. I am the chief happiness officer, yeah. Johnny O, is Ocean Quest Adventures open? Yes, we're open. Excellent. Thank you so That's the story of Ocean Quest Adventures. According to the Tourism Industry Association of Canada, before the pandemic, Canada's tourism industry was worth $105 billion and 1.8 million jobs. Now, those numbers obviously took a huge hit the following two years, thanks to the pandemic. You might recall how dire things got in our story about down-under travel back in Season 3. But the good news for this industry is that after two years of lockdowns and uncertainty, the bounce back has been significant. Case in point, according to a Destination Canada quarterly tourism snapshot, Q1 of 2023 tourism spend actually surpassed pre-pandemic levels for the first time, hitting $21.2 billion. That's 106% compared to Q1 in 2019. So it should be no surprise that we hear Ocean Quest Adventures are having their second straight banner year. Folks have been starved for travel and adventure after the past couple of years, and Ocean Quest Adventures have a unique offering that will appeal to many adventure seekers and diving enthusiasts. But what I like about this business has less to do with the numbers and everything to do with the people. I mean, sure, it's important to turn a profit to keep your doors open, but it's also important to protect your assets, like the environment and wildlife that feeds the business. Rick and Debbie's respect for their environment and history are what will continually set them apart from other similar businesses. And John's focus and aptitude for making customers happy will go a long way to help ensure Ocean Quest Adventures' continued success. Yes, We Are Open is a Moneris podcast production. I'd like to thank John and Rick for taking time to share their story. You can learn more about Ocean Quest Adventures at OceanQuestAdventures.com. Follow them on Facebook and YouTube at Ocean Quest Adventures. And on Instagram and X, they're at OceanQuestNL. Please support this podcast by writing us a review on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're a Canadian small business owner or know of one with an interesting story of perseverance to tell, I'd love to help tell it. You can contact me at podcast.moneris.com. 
Tune in next week for another story of small business struggle and survival on the Yes We Are Open podcast. I'm Al Grego. Thank you for listening. Thank you.